Welcome to me again. Week 20, Bad Hotel Blues. A week where I become a family man, I try to build a lightsaber, and I learned that if I stay in the hotel I booked for Los Angeles, I'll probably get murdered. But you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I am very exhausted because I drove four hours today and then went home to work because we left from Gatlinburg late, meaning that all the work that was supposed to get done at like five this afternoon got moved to getting done at 2 a.m. So I'm exhausted, so this is going to be one of those fun Scotty Rambles for a while episodes. Um, Also... I don't, I guess this should be brought up because it is a mental health thing. I woke up real sad today, and I don't know what it was. Like, I kept trying to figure it out, but I still don't know. Maybe you guys, if I tell you what was going on, maybe you could figure it out. But, um, like I said last week, Saturday had a really bad, like, bad, bad cheat meal. Then didn't eat anything after that, so I woke up starving, and then... I woke up at like 1 a.m., took another bath, and then didn't do anything, like sleep-wise, till 4 a.m., then woke up at 10, so I still got like six hours of sleep, and I woke up super depressed. Everyone was a little bit upset because I had overslept, and um, I I don't know. I feel like that was one of the elements adding to it was the fact that everyone was very, very upset that I overslept, and waking up to people being upset at you is not my forte. I cannot handle that. And it usually will take me down pretty quickly. So like we went out to eat and I remember sitting in the car and actually it might've been as soon as I got in the car, I just started crying like full on waterworks. I don't know what it was, but full on crying finally got to where the, the diner we were eating at. And Emily looks at me like, do you want me to leave the baby or I'm I just and I couldn't speak I was like in that state of I wasn't able to speak and so I was just like do what do what you need to do and so she took the baby they all went inside and I just sat there and luckily I was when I'm alone I can usually rein in my emotions better than when I'm with people I've talked about that before and I yeah I don't know what it was but I just got super bummed and super depressed And a lot of crying happened. But then the rest of the day was really, really good. So at least there's that. At least the rest of the day was amazing. I I designed the new album art for the JWF show when it's eventually coming out. We also finally somewhat settled on a name. We may change it, but we decided to call it JWF Monday Night... um, Oh, wow, why have I already... Oh, Monday Night Ignition was what we were going to call it. It was Monday Night Ignition. So that that's the idea. It's going to be a really, really fun show when that comes out. We did that. I finalized um, the DDP documentary. All that needs right now is audio. And that's going to turn out really, really well. I'm excited for that. Um, and then me and Blake had a fun recording session. It was just a really good day outside of everything else. Also, I managed to drive four hours without having any, like, panic attacks or needing to pull over to the side of the road or anything. I'm, I drove that full four hours not freaking out, mostly for what I'm grateful for today. And it is a podcast that I didn't think I would love as much as I do, but I really do. And it's Nicole Byers' Why Won't You Date Me? And, oh my god, it is so great 
because you get to delve into kind of like the... I love listening to podcasts where I immediately go, I want a guest on this podcast because it's Nicole looking into like the dating lives of her friends and it all comes back to the idea of why won't people date me even though I'm like awesome and stuff like that. So like that's the gist of the show and you just get to hear about like the romantic lives of like your favorite comedians. Like I listened to one of the episodes with Ron Funches and Ron Funches is just like cuddly, cuddly little teddy bear but I'm like oh he is like a romantic person who likes to go out on dates and have have his significant other make him lasagna. It was like a really, really fun time. And the whole time I was just like, I want to go on this show because it's it's a side of people you never really get to see. Like with celebrities and stuff like that, you see the, you know, their work. You get to see that side of their life. You don't get to see that private side. And Nicole's podcast helps you to see that. And so we listened to two or three episodes on the way home, and all of them were amazing. I really, really loved it. And it's probably going to become part of my routine. I hope it is, at least. Like, I'm, I'm very cramped when it comes to podcasts, especially now without a job and without driving as much as I used to. I don't know when I'm going to be able to listen to them, outside of maybe when I clean the house, but I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it for you, Nicole. I'm going to take care of it. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And at first I was going to bring the fact that I drove for four hours straight. Then I realized how boring of a concept that is. Just being like, I drove for four hours. Then I remembered how hard I absolutely killed it at the arcade. So uh, we went to Fanny Farkles in Gatlinburg, which is one of the best arcades of all time. Also, quality corn dogs. If you like corn dogs, Fanny Farkles has you covered. Um, so I went there and... I took it into second, like, second, fifth, fortieth gear in there. We played the, it's the weird Willy Wonka game where it gives out cards, and if you collect all the cards, you get, like, a thousand tickets. We collected all the cards three times over, got all of that. Then me and Emily went around and played, like, a bunch of games against each other, and she might have kicked my ass. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'll admit it, it's okay. I know what games I'm good at. I'm good at the games that give me tickets. The ones that require skill, not so much. Although there was one that I got a jackpot on, and I was very proud of that. And it was a very, very fun time. And man, I just love going to an arcade and killing it and getting tickets and giving, like, amazing, like, I never, didn't get to see the look on a kid's face, but we had, like, 3,000 tickets left, and I just looked at him, like, give it to the next kid that comes up, and if you don't, I'll beat you down, and I love giving, like, an extremely large amount of tickets to kids, because, like, they'll walk up with, like, five, like, I guess I'll have a Tootsie Roll, and I'm like, you're about to get a bunch of Tootsie Rolls, kid, so we got to do that, we also, with the tickets that we did use, we got this really cool sugar skull that was, it was like 20,000 tickets, but we got a sugar skull for the living room, and then Emily wanted a poop hat, and I don't know why, it was like a poop emoji as a hat, <laughs> and that was a very, very buckwild purchase, but I'm kind of happy we got it. We're probably going to shove it on CJ's head. If he ever does anything bad, he must wear the poop hat. <laughs> now, what did I do that wasn't awesome, and... You know, once again, I thought about bringing the fact that I cried pretty hard this morning until I realized, like, that's not the dumbest bad thing I did. Because, like I said, I woke up a little bit sick at the stomach and also very hungry. And I, 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 for some reason, I was able to keep to my diet in the morning and then just slowly got, my, my impulse control got weaker as the day went on. 
And so I said, I'll just have a protein shake. But then I started crying and totally forgot about the protein shake and just didn't eat. And then I forgot I didn't eat when we went to the Pepper Palace in Gatlinburg. And if you don't know what the Pepper Palace is, it's the home of pain where they just let you try a bunch of different hot sauces. And me and my mom basically have a running competition to see who can try the hottest hot sauce. And we don't do like the weird one they keep behind a glass case. And they're like, if you eat this, you get on the Hall of Pain. And I'm like, I'm good. But usually the ones that are like 18 plus XXX Carolina Reaper sauce, we'll go for those. So I did that. And then I no-sold it because I because mom was like, that's really hot. And I had to no-sell it to make it look like I was a tough guy. And I was, and it didn't bother me that much. Until it hit my stomach, and my stomach absor- absorbed the full blow of this, like, full-on ghost pepper hot sauce. At which point I looked at my mom and said, Hey, I'll be right back. Gotta go to the bathroom. And you, I don't know if you've known pure pain until you've tried to throw up the hot sauce you just ate... And it's the only thing in your stomach. Because there... Like, I didn't have a propulsion... I I tried to puke, but I didn't have anything in there to act as a propulsion device. It was just me, like, coughing up pure stomach acid. It was the worst experience of the past few months. It was a very, very bad time. My stomach felt like it was going to fall out of my literal body. Because I'm an idiot, and on an empty stomach, ate super hot hot sauce, and it absolutely destroyed me, and at that point, I had to go to, like, one of those places in Gatlinburg where you go try different dipping sauces. Like, not like hot sauce, I mean, like, we've got, we got three chili, uh, cream cheese dip. Like, that's the kind of stuff they have there. You can try that, and like, queso. I had to go to one of those just to eat and put something on my stomach, because otherwise I might have died. And I just walked around there like, make only one sample per person. I'm like, absolutely not. I'm about to eat everything inside your entire store, and if you try to fight me, I'll puke up hot sauce on you. (laughs) So that's what I did that wasn't awesome. But what did I do to help myself? And it is the fact that I persevered. Because after I got done crying, I walked into the diner and just kind of hung out for a few and talked with my mom and dad and with Emily. And I was in a mood of like, we had talked about going to Gatlinburg today because we didn't get to yesterday because we did so much pottery. We did like three hours of pottery, so we couldn't do anything. So um, I, I, I walked in and... I literally was like, I just want to go home. I don't want to go to Gatlinburg. I don't want to do anything. Like, because that's what my depression was telling me. My depression was telling me, you don't want to do anything. You want to go be lazy. You want to go drive home and then fall asleep and take a nap. And instead, like halfway through, I I can't remember what we were talking about. I said, oh, we can't do that. We're going to Gatlinburg. And Emily looked at me like, wait, really? You still want to go to Gatlinburg? And I'm like, yes, I do. And if I hadn't, the day probably would have kept going down the Scotties crying and I, unable to talk route. It would have went down a very, very bad route. But instead, I decided to go to Gatlinburg. And at least I had a good bad time with the hot sauce. It wasn't like a bad, bad time, like crying, <laughs> crying in front of a diner at 10 a.m., 
So I, I didn't do that. I, I had a good, 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 bad time there. Then I had a good time trying all of those different dips. Although I feel like they know when I'm coming to town because they didn't put out as much dip as they usually do as if they knew like, oh, the more kids coming. He's about to eat all the dip in the entire store. We can't put them all out. Janice, hide the garlic. He's going to destroy it. So I think they knew that. And then after that, killed it at the arcade. Had a fun time walking up and down the Gatlinburg Strip. It was a really, really fun time. Emily bought some nice tea that I I might try. I don't know. I'm not much of a tea drinker. But it was a really, really fun time. And it was something I definitely needed this morning. And even though we went over on time, I don't care. Because otherwise, I would have had a very, very bad day. So that is how I helped myself today. Was by persevering and doing the good thing. Even though my depression told me I shouldn't. Don't listen to your depression. Listen to re- reality. Listen to th- your actual thoughts. And in reality, and in actual thoughts... I know for a fact Gatlinburg was going to make me happy. I listened to that. I did it. And it made my day better. And uh, now I'm going to go inside and get some rest because it's 3.08 in the morning. And oh my God, I'm just going to pass out. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And today was a very, very good day. It was my first look at what life is going to be like now without a job, and I gotta say, I really dig it. I'm really digging the steez, I'm digging the style, I'm liking it. I just now have to be able to afford this. <laughs> Patreon.com slash load of BS. Um, but yeah, I mean, woke up, spent a lot of really good time with Ripley, came home, and then just worked my butt off, and then ended up recording some really cool stuff that I will talk about you... I I can't talk. I'll talk about it in the Four Pillars of Awesomeness. You guys know. Now, number one, what am I grateful for today? And I didn't watch it, but I read about it. And I'm just grateful for the fact that Monday Night Raw is getting good again. We're finally into the road to WrestleMania. And once again, non-wrestling fans, fast forward. But we're finally back into the road to WrestleMania, which means things are going to get good and things are going to start getting smart again. Where it's not just going to be storylines that are like... Oh, I I don't like you, so I punched you in the face. These are more storylines that are intelligent and have, like, real thought behind it. Like, there's one with Randy Orton and Edge, uh, who I talked about last week, I think, for the Royal Rumble. Edge returned. Randy Orton, who's one of Edge's longest-standing friends, attacked him, but the whole time he looks upset. He looks distraught. And the storyline, at least in my opinion, what I think is going to turn out, is that Randy doesn't want Edge to hurt himself again. Edge doesn't want, he doesn't want Edge to, you know, kill himself because in when he retired, Edge was like, if I keep doing this, I, I'll end up in a hospital or a wheelchair or worse. And so it's almost like Randy's attacking him, trying to stop him before he starts again. At least that's what I think it is. And then you had, um, Ruby Riot return tonight and attack Liv Morgan, who was one of her former tag team partners. And Liv's look has changed. She's changed entirely from the punk look that she had with Ruby Riot, and now she's something completely different. She's more kind of a cliche look. And now Ruby came out and attacked her, and it's fully because it's like 
it's just so smart. I love wrestling when it's smart and can be like explained and analyzed and picked apart and overthought. And that's where Raw is getting, and it's just really exciting. And they're building new top guys like Drew McIntyre, who has already made himself like a ready-made star. I'm really excited. And I'm so grateful for it because I love pro wrestling when it's good. And the road to WrestleMania this year looks like it is going to be very, very good. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And it is record an absolutely kick-ass episode of BS because tonight we did another Southern Mythology episode. So we brought out some whiskeys, analyzed it, and built stories off of it. And... I don't know what it was, but me and Blake were on a different level tonight where we came up with these two amazing stories. And a lot of times on a load of BS, we take the goofy route of trying to break down a story and try to make it as goofy as possible, throw in as many references as we can. Tonight, we didn't do that. We just made like these two really compelling, really amazing stories that once I actually start to write the Southern Mythology Anthology, which we need to have a better name for than that, once I finally start to write it out, I'm so excited for these two stories because, like, there's some amazing... You guys just need to listen to the episode. Unless you're, you're not into profanity, then don't listen to the episode. But it's a really, really good time, and I love when me and Blake get on the same level of, like... I feel like me and Blake are in sync when it comes to being like, okay, we're goofy, and then once we both realize that an idea is good, we both kind of get wide-eyed and are like, okay, now we can't, we gotta, we gotta pump the brakes, we can't be goofy, we gotta really make this, because it'll turn out great. Um, it's, uh, yeah, me and Blake get on a weird twin wavelength every once in a while. Like, um, a running joke between me and him is the word copy, and basically anytime. I say an idea or he says an idea, if we respond with copy, that means it's the ex- we had the exact same idea at the exact same moment. So it's really cool. It happens way too often and we're kind of nerds about it. But man, I love the way that whiskey anthology is shaping up. I know we've only come up with what, like four stories and it's going to end up being like 25, but I'm really excited for it. I'm really excited to publish it and see what you guys think about it. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome? And here's how I know it was a good day, was the fact that what I did that wasn't awesome wasn't something, like, severe. Basically, what I did that wasn't awesome was, well, like you guys know, hopefully this previous Wednesday, because you guys are in the future, um, the Me Also episode is coming out about routines, where I talk you guys through my daily routine, why I do certain things, and why I've ordered it in the way I've ordered it. Today I tried to film it, and basically what I wanted to do was carry you guys with me as I went through the routine. The problem is a lot of my routine involves doing stuff on my phone, whether that be watching DDP yoga videos from my phone, or uh, doing Duolingo on my phone, meaning it was just me looking at a camera, telling you guys what I was about to do, and then cutting with nothing in between. And it it comes out in, like, two days, so I was in this instant panic mode of, like, oh, no, this isn't good. And then once I edited it all together, it was only, like, four minutes. So I freaked, and I don't know. I was really excited to get into the new Patreon stuff. I was excited for all the new shows and all the new stuff we could put up there. And I still am. It's just a matter of, like, when I did it in December... I had like two months before they had to go up so I could really get methodical about them and I could really do a lot of hard work on them. And I thought like, oh, if I keep recording them this much out, I'll be fine. 
But then in January, I just decided not to record anything and not to be on time. And it completely screwed me. It completely screwed the pooch. And I, I don't know. I, I didn't plan. And so now I'm freaking out. Because you guys know, once I don't have a plan, I immediately go into like this panicked free fall. And that's where I am right now. Because I was just like, oh yeah, the routine thing. I'll just take you guys with it, with me through it. And then I watched it back and went, this isn't entertaining or educational or informative at all. This kind of sucks. Um, but what I did that was awesome to help myself today was the fact that I adapted. The fact that I looked at it, realized like, oh, also the other problem was the fact that Ripley was in a grumpy mood all morning and wanted all of her, all of my attention. And so I couldn't really focus on getting through. It took me four hours to get through my normal morning routine. It was ridiculous because that ding dang baby just wanted all the attention. Now, but how I helped myself today was by adapting. It was by realizing like, oh, this taking you guys along almost vlog style thing. I'll be honest, it sucked. <laughs> like it was the worst thing in existence. And as I was recording it, I was like, this isn't going to turn out well. Well, what if I adapted and changed it to more of a comedy thing where I'm basically showing you guys like, hey, routines are fine. And you should try to stick to them, but understand you can't always stick to them. And then I realized that's not going to work. So I just kept adapting and kept trying to come up with new ideas and changing things up. And it kind of helped me solve problems in the moment. For instance, um, uh, I think what I settled on doing, and hopefully... I mean, you guys will know if you donate to the Patreon and you guys see... Uh, but I think what I decided on was to do the, um, the, the Vanity Fair Everything Blank Does in a Day video where they'll bring on like John Cena or Nick Jonas and they'll basically run you through their day of like I wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning, I work out, then I go do this, I don't brush my teeth or like random stuff like that. And so I think that's what I decided I want to do for it. So I'm really excited to film that and get that up hopefully by Wednesday. Oh man, I'm so freaking out about Patreon now at this point. Um, so that's one thing. And then I also adapted because my audacity crashed in the middle of recording tonight. So I lost all of the audio for a load of BS. And instead of freaking out, I just went and looked at the Twitch audio. Then I edited that and it turned out weird. So then I kept trying to figure things out and kept putting puzzle pieces together. And ironically, it was while I was watching an inspirational talk that DDP gave. And it was him talking about the thing I've preached on this show numerous times. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it and how you adapt to it. And so today, instead of, you know, getting in a tizzy and getting upset that, oh, no, I lost my audio or, oh, no, the video is not turning out well, I just looked at it, paused, and then tried to adapt and tried to figure out the ways that it, that I can make this work for me. Instead of freaking out over these issues, I just tried to adapt. And that's what I did today to help myself. And I, I don't know. Let me you know. Do you guys do that or do you kind of just react and don't try to adapt to anything? Because that's, that's always what I found that helps me is adapting. But for now, I'm going to go adapt into a sleeping person uh, when I go inside to get some rest. And I will see you guys tomorrow. It's me again, and it was an average day, so that sucks. It does make me feel good that I haven't had, like, a really bad day in a very long time, and I know that's probably jinxing myself right there, but, like, 
I don't I don't know, man. It's just really it's really exciting. Like even an average day like today, I can still at least walk away and be like, well, it didn't suck. It was just all the bad stuff was negated by all the good stuff. So I ended up at like a net zero. So that's where I'm at today. Woke up, did a lot of writing. I finished the next episode of Deviant, and it's going to be killer. It's just as emotional as I was afraid it was going to be. But luckily, it wasn't emotional to write. Like, the last episode killed me. You guys you guys remember, like, writing it just destroyed me emotionally. And it made me excited because uh, Stephanie, I messaged her the script for the last episode. And right when she responded, she just said, I screamed. <laughs> I was like, ah, I, did, I did it. I did good. Um, but this one, it wasn't emotional to write, but I think, I think once I actually begin doing the voice acting for it, I may be ruined for the rest of that day. So, uh, yeah, other than that, did a little bit of writing, did a little bit of yoga, and then spent some time with my family, but you know we're just gonna talk about that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And today I am grateful for the one time in a blue moon when I decide to be humble and say, what if I'm doing certain things wrong? And now, I mean, I've been doing podcasting for like four years. So, so like having done something for four years, you're like, oh, what I do is right. And there's no better way to do it. But Fight Boys, you know, is my baby. Fight Boys is my favorite show on the network. And I think it doesn't get its just due. So tonight I just said, what am I doing wrong? What do I need to fix? So I literally just went to Spotify, because apparently Spotify is now like the number one place to get podcasts, and looked up the top pro wrestling podcasts. And I found, I, I got rid of the ones that were like actual wrestlers doing shows and tried to find shows like ours, where it's fans talking about the product. And I realized that all of their shows have, and I don't want to use this word because I'm going to start doing it, so I don't want me to feel bad about doing it, but they have, like, really clickbaity titles. So, for our show, when you click on Fight Boys, you'll just see Fight Boys, episode, you know, 136, uh, uh, Horse Boy, or whatever we named that week's episode. But the more popular shows instead opt to say... Uh, like if it was Fight Boys, it would be Fight Boys, uh, Wrestle Kingdom predictions, Brock Lesnar's in the Rumble, and then like just, you know, giving you a review of what we're going to be talking about in the title. And for a long time, I was like, if it's in the description, it's fine. But I kind of realized, oh, wait a minute, no one's going to click through to read the description. They're only going to read the title. So you need to put as much info in there as you can for a news show, which Fight Boys essentially is. So tonight I actually went through like the past four or five episodes and changed it to still have our traditional goofy, you know, blank boys title, but also put some info about what we're talking about. And over the next few days, I'm going to see how that works out. I think Fight Boys is honestly the only one where that works actually going for like an informative title like the only one I could other think of would be me again so like this show I think maybe I could put something like how to leave your job properly or like how to live your life and uh reacting properly and stuff like that but I don't know that just seems too cheesy and also I don't know this is my diary I don't bring that much attention to it if people come here I don't want it to be people looking for self-help I want it to be people being like let's hang out with Scotty for an hour while he has a mental breakdown so uh yeah it was really cool just being humble for a few and actually learning and not thinking oh I know everything so I so clearly I'm doing it right and everybody else is wrong um, so that was great. Now, what did I do that's awesome today? And today, for the first time in, like, forever, 
I actually cooked like a real meal, like not made mac and cheese or not, you know, put cereal in a bowl. I made a real meal. I, we got HelloFresh a few weeks back, or not a few weeks back, uh, literally like last week because we had that weird chicken incident where Emily didn't know that chicken went bad in the fridge after a while because she'd been meal prepping. And now that I'm off, no longer have work, I was like, oh, I can actually start cooking. Can we start doing HelloFresh? And she's like, yeah, we can try it out for like a month. And we are. And today we made like this, I made like this teriyaki steak with wasabi mashed potatoes and broccoli kind of dish. And it was awesome. It was food I had never like thought about having before because I'd never like grown up really into like Asian inspired food so I'd never I didn't know what teriyaki tasted like y'all I just saw steak and I was like ah oh, steak is good I'm down with steak and um and then they were like put ginger in it and I'm like well I like ginger and sesame and I'm like oh I like sesame seeds like I'll pick them off a hamburger and so putting it all together I was like oh I do like like this kind of food I just never thought about trying it before so I'm really excited to kind of get out and try new foods and HelloFresh is going to really help me with that I think and it was just real good chilling in the kitchen for like an hour and being like okay and what's weird is it didn't I'm sorry I'm rambling for some reason uh but uh and what was really weird is the fact that it didn't take as long as I thought it was going to take it probably took like 30 minutes probably if that and so like uh, I remember just grilling steak which I haven't done in forever and I still need to learn how to do properly because I might have deep fried half the steak <laughs> It is not my fault. I'm just saying it said put a lot of oil in the pan. So I did. And I put so much oil that it essentially deep fried the bottom of the steak. So it made it a little chewy. But luckily Emily's turned out great. And she would not stop telling me how good her was. Meanwhile, I was chewing on basically leather. <laughs> but it was a really good meal. It was some really good taste. And I like cooking, man. I haven't done it in a long time just because, like I've said on this show before, I don't like things that make me feel like I'm wasting my time. But cooking for me now almost feels like a zen moment where I can just go in, rest, relax, and make a good, delicious meal that's going to be nutritious and healthy. And also, it made me like broccoli. I don't like broccoli. I've never enjoyed broccoli. It just tastes like I'm chewing cud. But today, I don't know if it was the flavor of, like, the teriyaki and the sesame mis mixing with the broccoli, but it was very, very good. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome? And the main thing I did that wasn't awesome is the fact that I slept in till, like, noon. And, you know, today's the day I have to be at the office early. Today's the day I have to be at the office at, like, 7 or 8 so I can go do my yoga and then get into my normal projects. Yeah, no, my body said, screw that. You're going to stay up. You're going to go to bed at noon or wake up at noon. And that didn't make me feel good. That made me feel really rushed. And that's never a good mind space to be in is feeling rushed. So that was one thing. And, yeah, like, I had to move my yoga to, like, 3 o'clock. No, it might have been 4, honestly, because I didn't end up getting home until 5. So it was, it was a very rushed day. But, luckily, I got the majority of what I wanted to get done done. I still have to write a little bit for this week's episode of JWF. But other than that, everything got done other than the fact that you guys might have to wait a week for me also on, uh, on Patreon. Actually, technically this episode comes out after. So you guys, uh, I'm sorry you're having to wait a week for me also on Patreon, but I also decided I want to change it 
because, because uh, like I said, I wanted to do something based on my routine, and I wanted to do it basically in the, uh, in that style of everything this person does in a day. Well, that's going to take a lot of editing, but I want to do it, and I want to get it done right. So instead, I think this month's episode of me also is going to be more, uh, more based around me taking like a Myers Briggs test and doing a personality test, so you guys can get a little bit more of the insight. And if you're interested in that, Patreon.com. I also will say we didn't put up nothing. We did put up uh, an episode of FAQ, which is our theme park thing. So that's really exciting. Oh my, I think I just re- damn it. That's that's two FAQs back to back. Can I do that? Screw it. I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> um, so that's what I did. That wasn't awesome. Also, I didn't drink a lot of water. And I feel like that's what's adding to me being unable to talk while recording this for some reason, is the fact that I didn't have a lot of water, which meant my brain got all dried out like a raisin and didn't make me feel, (laughs) didn't make me feel good. Now, what did I do to help myself today? And um, for the most part, I didn't help myself that much outside of two things. One, the fact that I still did my yoga, even though it was not fitting in my schedule at all. And I was like, I've, but I still, I have to get it done. Like this is, and it sucks because this is my mindset now, but it's part of a documentary. I can't mess up the documentary by not doing my yoga and not having something to put in for the day. I already have a segment this month where I say I didn't do yoga that day. I have to do it. It's kind of like calling out of work. It's like I called out last week. I can't call out again this week. So that's how it was. So I still did my yoga and that's one way I helped myself and it who it kicked my butt today, but it felt good afterwards. I got all that good adrenaline. And the other thing is the fact that like I talked about, I tried a new food. And I did it in a way that was smart. I didn't full-on, like, swan dive into sushi or something that I don't have a lot of experience with. I took food that I didn't have experience with, which would be, like, teriyaki and wasabi and those kind of flavors I'm not experienced with. But I introduced them in a familiar setting, which was steak and mashed taters. So that made it very easy for me to try it out and made me realize, like, oh, I really do like this. Like, teriyaki is a a very interesting flavor that I really like. I really like the ginger that comes out of it. I like the... It just needs to be a little bit spicier. And that might be just the way I cooked it. It didn't come out that spicy, but I still really like the way it turned out. And that's what's making me really excited about using HelloFresh, which... We're not sponsored, but hey, yo, HelloFresh, hit me up. Um, that, so that's what's making me really, really excited about it, is the fact that I have uh, what I've described in the past as a baby mouth, where meat, cheese, and bread, that's all my body needs to survive, and that's all my body will eat. Um, so instead, I really like doing this HelloFresh thing where I'm cooking for me, I'm cooking for Emily, and I'm making these really interesting meals and introducing myself to flavors and different foods I'd never tried before just to see what I'd think about it. Like, And the beauty of HelloFresh is the fact that it's not anything that I... Like Like I said, it's, it's unfamiliar flavors to me in a familiar way. I, every meal I order, I can at least point to one bit of it and be like, oh, I know what that is. I'm familiar familiar with that. So like uh, this Thursday, we're going to have ground beef stuffed jalapenos. And I'm like, you're not jalapenos, um, like bell peppers. And I'm super hyphy for that. I'm like hella excited for that. But like I said, I've never had anything like that before. Like I'm not that familiar with like eating a bell pepper, but 
you put meat and cheese in it, and I'm like, I'll give it a try. <laughs> uh, but for now, I'm going to go inside and actually do some taxes, because i got to get our taxes done, and then get some rest, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody, it's me again, and I had a very, very neutral day that ended in an extremely stressful hour. Um, I, I don't know how else to talk about it. I got to hang out with Ripley a lot today. Then I came home, did a whole lot of editing, because basically the days that I watch Ripley, I use up all my brain power on playing with her, and I get to go home and use my dead brain just to be like, oh, edit out keyboard noise, put in this. And then I also recorded some stuff, and it was really, really cool. And then watch some AEW wrestling with my parents, but we'll get into that a little bit more when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And it's a little bit ridiculous, but My Hero Academia, y'all, is it's a balling show. I didn't think, I've not gotten into an anime in a very, very long time. I think the last one I got into was um, Oran High School Host Club, and even that I didn't finish. I didn't finish the whole series, um, but I did like it because it was flirty and, and gay and all the best things. <laughs> um, but yeah, My Hero, I'm actually watching for the resurrection of fun fiction when that show comes back. Because I want to bring on my friend Theo, and me and him are going to talk about My Hero, because he loves My Hero. He knows more about it than anyone I know, and he cosplays as a bunch of the different characters. And so uh, he goes like, you know you have to watch it. And I said, okay. So I started watching it. And it's nothing like what I expected it to be. Like, you know the traditional anime hero who's like, I'm just starting out, but it's okay. I'm going to make it, and I'm going to become something in this world. This show takes that trope and turns it up to 11 because I love Deku. He is an awesome, like, main character, but he is also, like, the wimpiest, biggest dork on the planet, and I love it. Like, his his entire power will destroy his body if he uses it, and it's so hilarious each time. And then, like, All Might. All Might is, like, no, nothing what I, well, he's both everything I expected and nothing I expected, and it's just this show about, like, subversion expectations and also like I don't know it's fun watching it's both extravagantly real and extravagantly like over the top it balances out really really well because it takes these tropes of like the main character is gonna make it no matter what and turns that up to 11 to show like that's that dude's probably lame that dude probably sucks and is pretty normal and he's gonna hurt himself and that's exactly what happens with like Deku and then Bakugo who is essentially like the Gary Oak he is the rival they turn him up to 11 and it's so good because you know Gary Oak's usually just like sneering like I'm gonna get you Ash and I'm gonna beat you with my squirtle or whatever Bakugo is straight up like I hate you! You're the worst! Why are you doing this, Deku? Get out of my way! It's so hilarious watching this over-the-top guy react to everything. It's so good. I love My Hero Academia. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And it's actually related to My Hero Academia. But I spent a lot of time today 
working on resurrecting old series. So the resurrecting fun fiction by watching a bunch of My Hero. Or um, I also played WWE 2K20, which, God, it's a bad game. But ended up playing a lot of that to resurrect that series for Fight Boys. And I just did a lot of work on making sure things are coming back and things are getting back on schedule. Because I don't like the fact that I've got shows that are kind of dead in the gutter right now. And I don't like giving up on a show until I know it's time to give up on a show, you know? And I feel like Fun Fiction was cut off before it's time. Uh, 2K20, I mean, that's... That's based on a video game that has a logical ending. I want to get to that logical ending. And so it's all really, really fun getting back into that and continuing things. And also, uh, the other I did a few other awesome things. I ended up watching some AEW with my parents, which is really, really good. And I managed to get something up on Patreon. I mean, you guys know, that has been my stress this week, is trying to figure out to get something up there. And so we ended up recording an episode of FAQ about Pirates of the Caribbean. It was hilarious because... Pirates of the Caribbean does not have a rich backstory like certain uh, theme park rides did. So it was just me and Jim riffing off how ridiculous some of the stuff about that ride is. And so that was what we did for that. That was very good. Now, for you Me Also fans, there will be an episode of Me Also out next Wednesday, hopefully, where I take a Myers-Briggs test, and you guys get to learn all about my personality. So all you Patreon babies, don't worry about that. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And... It's kind of ridiculous looking back on it. But I made... um, Here's the thing. Everyone makes mistakes and everyone gets things wrong. But when I make a mistake, I forget about all of that. I forget everything I tell other people about mistakes. And I'm just immediately like... I turn into Bakugo. I'm like, how could I have been such a fool? Why would this happen to me? I can't believe it. And so that's what happened today because um, Emily had a migraine, so I had to take Ripley to my parents' house with me when I went over to edit, and I forgot her bottle. I don't know why. I just uh, I guess it was because I was kind of in a rush. I was just throwing things to- together, packing as fast as I could, and I straight up forgot her bottle. And it would have been, I, I don't know, I guess it would have been a little bit easier on me if I had found out like an hour afterwards or like as soon as I brought it over because I've dealt with that in the past. No, this was like 8.45 at night right before I was about to get ready to record. We're now moving into the main event of AEW, so I'm like, I gotta see this. And my mom's like, you've got to go get her bottle. You've got you've got to. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Full Bakugo again. How? I-, I can't do it right now. I must watch the main event and then I have to record. No. Life was supposed to go a certain way and then suddenly an issue happened and ruined everything. How dare it? And it just made me so upset and I don't know why. I made a dumb mistake and instead of just owning up to it and be like, yeah, I made a mistake. I'll go fix it real quick. I was, I instead had to go through this frustration gauntlet of, no, I can't believe I could have been such a fool. How dare I forget a bottle? And so it was lame, and I can't believe I did it. But, you know, it was a simple mistake. I don't have to react to that over the top to making a simple mistake. Now, here's the thing that I did that was awesome, or that did help me today, and it was related to me making another mistake. Because I booked a bad hotel for my Los Angeles trip. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, the Los Angeles trip that's like in six days? Yes, audience, that Los Angeles trip. Because today, for the first time since planning this whole thing, I decided to think, 
Well, why don't we look at what the area we're staying in is? Because I've had friends in LA who straight up be like, there are good parts you can stay in, and there are terrible parts that you will get murdered in. Fun fact, that's straight up where I booked a hotel. That is straight up where I booked a hotel. I looked up where my hotel was, and I found, like, this crime map, and uh, it'll show you all the crime that happened there in the past seven days, like, in these little dots. It looked like my screen got the, the chicken pox. It was full of dots. So that was scary. Then I zoomed into where my hotel was. There was a robbery last week where my hotel was. So I immediately was like, well, gotta fix that. And what sucks about it is the fact that uh, I requested some credit credit limit increases on my credit cards today just because I'm like, I'd like a little bit more money, please. And so I requested uh, some, and I got one for one of my cards. I ended up getting a $250 increase. And that made me really excited because that meant when I go to Star Wars Land at Disneyland, I could build a lightsaber. I was like, yeah, I got $200. I can build a lightsaber. I was so, y'all, I was dancing in my chair like a five-year-old. I was like, I'm doing it. I'm going to build a lightsaber. And then we're going to go to August Cantina. And then I'm going to ride Rise of the Resistance. It's going to be so fun. And about that same time is when I realized, oh, no, I booked a hotel in a bad place. And then I turned into Linda Belcher for some reason, because I was just like, oh, this is not a good thing at all. Oh, no, I cannot do this. I've got to move. I've got to change to a different location. i got to see. So I looked at the Millennium Biltmore, which is where uh, podcast movement evolution is taking place. Fun fact, uh, no, that's like $2,000 for how long I'm going to be there. But I ended up finding a hotel nearby, and I think it was only like three blocks away, and my favorite part was like, I literally, using like the, the little man, you know the little man on Google Maps? I used that. And um, I could actually walk to the Millennium Biltmore from that hotel. And it doesn't go anywhere sketchy. Doesn't go anywhere bad. Uh, I pass, like, multiple really nice restaurants and bars and fun places. And there's, like, a coffee shop right by the hotel. So I can just go get some coffee and just have me a nice time. And that is how I help myself. To, I, it does suck, though, because it costs, like, $200 more than the old hotel. And it was like the ultimate show of karma from the universe being like, well, you've got two options. You can either build a lightsaber and die or stay here. (laughs) So I decided I was going to stay there instead. And that's how I helped myself today was by giving myself a little bit of peace of mind for when I travel out there. And luckily, I've got a little bit of a discount for my lift. So I'm going to use that lift discount the whole weekend. So that should save me a little bit of money. And I'm not going to lie. I'm still going to try to figure out how to build this lightsaber. I don't care. I want to build this lightsaber so bad. And I'm going to find a way to make it happen. Patreon.com slash load of BS. Help me build a lightsaber. Oh, man, that was such a weird, like, like I looked all over L.A., and I was like, oh, this one's not bad. Oh, no, that one has worse crime rate than the last hotel I looked at. Why don't I just go all the way to West Hollywood? Like, let me go stay with the gays for a few, because I will just be embraced by them and live with them. Yeah, no, that didn't work either. All their hotels were nice, you know, and expensive. So eventually I found this really nice hotel. It was only $200 more than where I was staying. And 
I'm just going to try to figure out how to how to afford that lightsaber now. But that's how my day's been. It's been a little bit stressful over this past hour, but at least I'm safe. And I'm getting ready. I'm so, Guys, I'm so excited. I've never been to Los Angeles before, and I'm really happy to see what it's like out there. Because, like, I don't know. Maybe it's like another Orlando. Maybe it's like another big sunny place with theme parks and fun people. Or maybe it's a death trap. Who knows? But I'm going to find out next week, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And normal, average day. Nothing really special sticking out. I don't know. I feel like that's how these days are going to be. They're going to start blurring together now that I don't have, like, a normal job to break it up. Um... And I don't know how I feel about that. I just, I gotta keep trying new stuff and bringing in new things. I I do have the weekend off, which makes me excited. I don't think I've had a weekend off of, like, a full weekend off that didn't involve, like, vacation or anything in a very long time. So, curious how my constantly working mind is going to react to that. Um, But, yeah, normal day, um, I'm a little bit a ball of nerves right now. One, because I'm still waiting for my re- most recent payment on my credit card to go through so I can so I can actually buy my hotel. And uh, hotels are disappearing in Los Angeles, so I'm getting a little nervous, y'all. I might just sleep in the, uh, I might sleep in the lobby of the Millennium Biltmore at this point. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was an exciting day, and I'll talk about the ball of nerves I'm feeling when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? Today I'm just grateful for HelloFresh. And I know I've already talked to... I swear to God, y'all, we're not sponsored. I wish we were sponsored because then I wouldn't have to worry about money. But HelloFresh is just awesome. Like today I... uh, Today I ended up making these Tuscan stuffed bell peppers. And I know I've only had like two things so far. But I know for a fact what I'm making tomorrow is going to be awesome because it's a burger with cheese in it. And that's going to make me real excited. But, like, everything I've seen on their menu is awesome and really, really delicious. Like, today, Tuscan bell peppers stuffed with, like, ground beef and couscous. That would not have been Old Scotty's bag. That is not what Old Scotty is into. But for me, I was like, this is pretty good. I actually really liked it. It was not as good as the teriyaki steak. The teri- It's going to be hard to beat meat and potatoes for me because I still have a baby mouth a little bit. But still, it was a very, very good meal. It was surprisingly filling. Like, I got through... It, it makes two stuffed bell peppers for two people. So I made that. I got through the first one and felt like I was going to die. I was so full. But I was like, I got to make it through. I got to eat the whole thing, get the caloric intake up. But it was... It was a very delicious meal, and I just love the way it's packaged. I love how simple it is. It just straight up tells you, like, put this in there. Don't worry about chopping it up. Don't worry about measuring it. Just put that in there. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. It makes me feel like a fancy chef. I feel like the old Gordon Ramsay over here making fancy stuff all the time. Because I really do love cooking. Like, I, anything that involves creation, you guys know I love. Whether that be making cocktails, uh, cooking, making pottery. I like making things, and I love cooking, but... I don't really get to do, or I used to not be able to get to do it a lot, A, because of time, and B, because, you know, I had a baby mouth, so it would be like, I'm gonna make the same exact thing every day, and while that's good for me as a person, because that means I don't have to make many decisions, it's bad for me as a chef, because 
it gets boring. Making the same thing every day gets boring. So uh, I'm excited about HelloFresh and getting to make a new, different, weird thing like three times a week. So I'm really excited for that. I hope we can find the money to where we can start doing this like every single month. Because I know for a fact once this month is over, it's going to increase in price. So it's going to be a little bit weird. But HelloFresh is awesome. Now, what did I do that's awesome today? And it's... It's the fact that I finished my podcast movement slide deck, so now all I have to do is remember what to say in front of people, and also apparently get a speaker, because I'm not going to have a speaker in the room, so I'm going to have to get a speaker, because you know I'm about to come out to entrance music for my pro wrestling thing. It's going to be amazing. If you guys are going to be a podcast movement, check it out. Um, But yeah, I got it done today. I worked everything out. I made sure things were funny, put in some clever stuff, a bunch of different things to really help uh, uh, continue what I'm saying. And I do feel like I shot myself in the foot a little bit because most slide decks are going to have the end. It's basically going to have what you're going to say. The majority of my slide deck is images, meaning that I'm going to have to just straight off the dome, remember? So I've kind of screwed myself there. And it's why I'm such a ball of nerves, because I ain't never done something like this before, y'all. I mean, we've talked about this before in the past. I I've never done anything like this, and I'm super scared. Doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. Doesn't mean I'm not going to kick ass, but I'm, I mean... Hey, self-help. You're allowed to feel anxious. You're allowed to have nerves. Just don't let those nerves stop you from doing what you're supposed to do. And right now that ball of nerves is numbled up inside of me and is just kind of freezing me up. But it's still going to be an awesome talk. It's going to be really, really good. It's just got to be make sure I don't miss any cues and don't forget anything I have to say. Which, you know, I've, I've done well on that. Now it's becoming therapy for me right now. It's just like you've done well in the past. You're, you're theatrically trained, you're good at memorizing stuff, you're good at saying things, you're good at being charismatic. Um, I, just, now it's straight up affirmations. I'm just like, I am loved, I am kind, I am respected, and they will understand and listen to me and enjoy my talk. That's where I'm at right now. Uh, now what did I do that's not awesome? And it's one of those things that I feel a lot of people love, but I... And I loved it in the moment, but I didn't because I, I slept too long. I took a nap. Uh, I had that big, big ball of couscous and meat and then said, I can't stay awake. I need to take a nap. So me and Ripley took a nap. It was very sweet. I wish Emily had gotten a picture of us all cuddled up on the, uh, on the chair, just relaxing in a recliner. And so I went to sleep and then I told Emily, because she was about to go to bed, I said, hey, give me 10 minutes and then basically in front give me 10 minutes then come get the baby so I can leave and go to work yeah Emily just thought like give me 10 minutes meant I'm just gonna stay there with the baby and then I'll be in the room in 10 minutes or something so I fell asleep and woke up at like 9 30 I was supposed to be at the office recording at 9 30 so that was not a good feeling that was not a very happy exciting feeling I will say I, I was worried it was gonna mess up fight boys because we were doing Fight Boys tonight, and I still hadn't written everything out, and I still, I legit had no show notes planned. So I had to run over, rush through show notes, quickly write the end to the show, and panic. But, I mean, it all turned out well. It's just a matter of in the future, yo dog, don't take naps. Because right now, it's 1.30 in the morning, and I can guarantee y'all it probably won't be until 3 when I fall asleep. 
Although there is still a bunch of that couscous bumping around in my tummy, so maybe that's gonna help me go to bed. <laughs> so that's what wasn't awesome. I don't know why I have such a hateful relationship with naps. Naps are good if you're a person that can wake up and say, I'm awake now. I'm not that. I wake up and just say, all right, time to go back to bed. <laughs> so that, that's what wasn't awesome. What did I do to help myself though? And it's the fact that y'all, I had a tough workout today. The DDP yoga. Today it was finally like a full 40 minute workout. It was, all, it was called below the belt. So it's all focused on like your hips and working out your butt and giving you that firm toned butt you need. And here's the thing. Upper body, I'm good on. I got a good upper body. I, and it's because I've got like broad shoulders somewhat. So it kind of helps me do a lot of stuff with my upper body. My lower body sucks. Like, And not even just like my lower body. Anything like... It's, it's going to sound weird. It, 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 my upper body's good. Then you go down, you hit the waist, and you get to like the hip cradle area and where your hips are and basically what you use for like squats. So like my butt area is... I got a bad butt. My butt area is bad because like I can do calf raises all day. I can do like 500-pound calf raises. No big deal. And I've got fairly decent quads. But something about working like that whole pelvic floor area sucks and so much to a point that I was not dripping with sweat I was pouring with sweat there was a constant trickle of sweat falling down onto my yoga mat as I was doing this and I could have easily given up I easily could have said no but instead I just modified it up I changed it. If there was something where he was like, like there was one where it was like, go into down dog, lift your left leg into the sky and then crunch. And I'm like, can't do that. I'm going to lower to my other knee and then crunch from there and then stand back up into down dog when we're over. So it was all about making adjustments and about making changes. But it makes me excited because, you know, I, a couple of weeks ago, I think I talked about when I started doing like the fat burner workout that they do and that one kicking my butt. That one I can do easily now. So now I just have to remember like, oh, that kicked my butt then, but now it's easy. This is kicking my butt now, so eventually this is going to be easy, and I'm just going to keep growing and growing. That's what growth is. I get that, that's literally what it is, is stuff that sucks eventually starts to suck less, and you just have to suffer through the suck until it becomes amazing. And so that's where I'm at right now, is suffering through, <laughs> suffering succotash is where I'm at right now, but... For now, I'm going to go inside, drink a lot of water, because I forgot to drink water. That's okay. Quick aside, that's the one problem I'm having with not having to go to my day job anymore, is the fact that at my day job, I would be sipping water all day, because the more water I drank, the more anxiety bathroom breaks I would be allowed to take, because I would have to go pee. Now I don't have that anymore, so I just don't drink water anymore. I gotta stay hydrated. I'm so thirsty right now. I'm gonna go inside, get a big old tall glass of that clear stuff, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And it was a very, very good day. And that might be because I had... Oh, the best HelloFresh box today. It was a Juicy Lucy Burgers with some tomato onion jam. And oh my god, it was fantastic. It was so good that I got into an argument with Emily over how good it was. She was like, I don't know, it's alright. I'm like, no, this is the best burger I've ever had. It was 
like this garlic sauce that was like mayonnaise and sour cream and then roasted garlic with ketchup with a burger that had cheddar in the middle of it then this un- amazing onion ketchup jam I made on top of it mm, it was so good and then after that we watched a bunch of stand-up specials which oh man I forgot how much I love watching stand-up comedy but I really do we watched Jim Jeffries we watched a little bit of Paul F. Tompkins and uh it's just so good oh we watched Nicole Byer too because man I'm starting to really dig Nicole Byer I love her so much and yeah other than that it was uh, it was just a normal day hanging out with the family the majority of the day and then when Ripley went to get the kids I then had to go do work and ended up doing entirely too much work at home, which might be one of the things I did that wasn't awesome today, I guess. But we'll get into that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I am grateful for real-life ASMR because ASMR is an awesome thing. I'm probably about to go home and watch me a crap ton to get me to go to sleep. But it's one of those things that I used to experience and didn't know it was something other people felt. So, like, I would watch a Bob Ross video and, like, get tangles when he would scratch the camera. Uh, I would, uh, I used to watch, and I think I've talked about this on the show before, I used to watch makeup tutorials on YouTube because watching someone put on makeup triggered my ASMR. Um, And then when I was really young, like as a kid, getting my hair cut would trigger it. And today, Emily cut my hair, and it was just like this awesome moment of getting ASMR, of feeling like uh, feeling like the clippers at the back of your neck just slowly scraping down. Oh, it's so good. It's so good, and I love getting ASMR like in real life. I, I, I rarely do. I think the majority of the time it's either going to come from a haircut Or a massage, which I rarely get a massage. Or when I go to the eye doctor. I get it when I'm at the eye doctor, too. And, oh, it's such a good feeling to get. Because you don't expect it. You don't know it's coming. And then it just... Get the tingles. That's what happens. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And it's the fact that I remembered my credo when it comes to writing. Which is, if you're... Basically, if you're like me and like to write things to be very buck wild... Uh, For as buck wild as you get, you also have to even it out with some very, very real moments. Like, whether that be a sad moment or just, like, a very humanizing moment for your character. It's all about balance when you write crazy stuff like I do. That's why I like, like, the Kingsman movies. It goes crazy, but it's got humanizing moments. But then I remembered today, oh, I also get to play in the reverse, which is if I go too serious, if I go too humanizing in something, uh, for instance, I'm talking mostly about the next episode of Deviant, if I go too humanizing, I would struggle with having people be like, this one was weird, it felt like a sob fest, there wasn't a lot of the comedy that it's known for, so I fixed that by writing a very buckwild ending to that episode, which does involve all of the characters on the Deviant singing along to Dolly Parton's 9 to 5. And it makes sense in context, but it's still an absolutely insane buckwild moment that I was so happy I could throw in at the last minute because initially I had a completely different idea. I had something that was a callback to episode one, and then I thought, hmm, that's a little boring. I don't know if I like that too much. So instead I just went, nine to five and my brain went "Uh uh-huh let's do nine to five and it was a really good moment so that's my thing man when it comes to writing 
go as crazy as you want, but make sure you balance it out with some serious moments. And if you're going to go serious, balance it out with some buck wild moments. And then uh, the other thing that I always try to keep in mind is like my plots, like the plot of my books are usually very basic because I focus so much on building characters because someone told me once they were like you can have the most basic plot of all time but as long if you have insanely well crafted and interesting and fun characters they'll carry the story for you whereas if you do something where it's got this very extravagant plot with multiple different details and all of this different nuance then you need to ease back on your characters because otherwise you're just throwing too much at your audience at once. So I usually try to keep my plots fairly simple and then just put the fun in after the fact. So I'm very much the person who has a normal steak and then throws a bunch of sizzle on it as opposed to the person who tries to cook the best steak in the world. So that, that's what I did today that was awesome was a lot of good writing and a lot of creative stuff. Now what did I do that was not awesome and this was tough for me because, like I said, it was a very, very good day. All I can say is, like, I slept a lot. That was it. I just slept a lot because um, Ripley woke me up at 7, so me and her hung out for about an hour. And by hung out, I meant me staring at her going, why aren't you sleeping? And then finally she went back to sleep, and then uh, I finally went back to sleep with her. And then when Emily left, I was supposed to go straight to the office, and instead I slept for another hour. I don't know what it is. I think it's straight up the HelloFresh meals, because when, I, when I'm when i hungry, I don't want to sleep. Like, that's the problem. A lot of the times when I have insomnia, it's because I'm hungry, but I've reached my caloric intake for the day. I've, I've reached my cap, so I can't eat anymore, so I just have to sit there hungry. But to the opposite end, if I eat too much, which I have with all my HelloFresh meals, because... I'm not used to eating a big meal. I'm used to, like, drinking a protein shake or whatever. When that happens, I just conk out immediately. I just immediately pass out and go to bed. So that's what happened today and and yesterday, like we talked about. And it's just not my... I don't like it, man. I don't like it because I can't control it. I can't control how long I sleep. I can't control how long my body's down there because alarms do not work on me. They don't. I'll just wake up and be like, mm, no, okay, buy alarm, and then fall back asleep. But really, I mean, it was a fantastic day for that to be the only thing I can really recall that wasn't bad. I mean, that and then the fact that it's now almost 3 a.m. in the morning because I went home, and all I had to do was edit Fight Boys. All I had to do was that. And I edited Fight Boys and then said, well, while that exports, let's start work on Deviant. And then I worked on Deviant. And then from that, then I was like, well, hold on. Let me go back and, like, research some stuff. And then I just, it kept going and kept going and kept going until one point I looked down at my phone. And Emily's like, when are you coming home? Where are you? You said you'd be here at midnight. And I was like, what What time is it? Oh, no, it's 12 or it's uh, 2 in the morning. So then I had to rush home. So that's probably what I did that was the least awesome was staying up so late because we actually have to go somewhere tomorrow. Now, what did I do to help myself today? It is the fact that I made myself look good because Emily gave me a haircut. It's looking fresh because it was getting way too long. It was getting into that Justin Bieber bowl cut territory, and I cannot abide that. I cannot handle that. And then when I went home, I realized, like, with the shortened hair, the beard kind of stands out a lot. So I trimmed my beard. A little too much. I basically... I'm not clean-shaven. It's kind of like the last time I said I was clean-shaven, when in reality I just kind of, like, gave myself the Dean Winchester, which is just trim it up with a buzzer. But that's what happened, and uh, I look good, y'all. I look good, and I look ready 
for podcast movement evolutions. That's what today was about. It was about getting ready to go out and promote and do things next week. Oh, no, man. That's in like three days. Oh, the other thing I guess I did to help myself is the fact... Well, two things. One, I did start a campaign on... I think it's Coffee or Kofi. I don't know how it's pronounced. But it's literally an app where you can donate like three bucks or something to one of your favorite artists just to say, hey, I support, I like what you do. Here's three bucks. Go get a cup of coffee on me. And that's where the name comes from. I did start a campaign on there to get people to donate so I could buy a lightsaber. Um, Not that successful so far. But hey, when this episode comes out, if you're listening, donate some money to my Kofi. K-O dash fi dot com slash scotty mo s-e-o-t-t-y-e-m-o give me money for a lightsaber i want a lightsaber so bad the experience looks awesome and i've never had like one of the real dog lightsabers i've always had like you know the ones that are like super plasticky and you can buy at like walmart that's what i've always had so i started that because i really want a lightsaber but in addition i also decided to just go all out with my hotel for LA. So instead of staying like a block away from the convention hotel or staying in, you know, a murder motel, I am staying in the Millennium Biltmore Hotel, which is insanely fancy, y'all. I'm about to pimp up there in a leopard fur coat and just stare at people like, what, have you got a problem with it? This is me. Basically, my I'm going to go there and dress the way I dress. And when people are like, you know this is a fancy place, I'm like, you know that I'm a professional artist. I'm a professional podcaster, and I've earned my spot here. But, uh, yeah, I'm staying at the Millennium Biltmore, and I'm really hyped for that. I love staying at, like, super fancy hotels. And from what I've seen, the Biltmore looks very super fancy. So I'm excited for that. But now I'm excited to go inside and get some rest, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody, it's me again, and I had... A really damn fun day because we woke up and it was my nephew's birthday a few days ago. So we actually got to go to Birmingham because they were going to have like a little mini birthday party for him up there. We went to like one of these kids play centers, which was just a fever dream of a place to go to, y'all. Like we walked in and kids were just running around lawless. I think one of the employees was just on fire. There's like terrible music blasting over the intercoms. It was a buck wild experience to say the least. Let me put it this way. I like playing in like those kind of kids things as evidenced by like one of the things I did that's awesome today, which, which, you know, you'll find out about later, but no, this one was too much. I was like, I'm not even going to try to mess with any of this. This is way too much. This is way too much craziness. So we did that. Then had a little bit more fun time. That That's a good thing is CJ really loves his cousins. So they got to hang out for a very long time and then went, I went home, spent some time with the family, then went back to the office and edited an episode of me also for you guys. So finally, I'm going to have something to put up on the Patreon. So I'm excited about that. And what I'm more excited about is to tell you about the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, y'all, I'm just grateful for Emily because here's the thing. I'm very good at playing bad cop. Which is why I need Emily in my life to play good cop. Because today, CJ, for dinner, had chicken and peas. The boy would not eat peas to save his life, so I was full-on bad copping it. I was walking around him, like, straight up saying, like, 
here are your options. You can either eat your peas and be done in less than five minutes or keep whining and complaining for 40 minutes till you have to take a bath where you still end up having to eat your peas. So your choices are peas in five minutes or peas in 40 minutes with a lot of complaining. So which one's it going to be? So I'm doing that back and forth with them going over and over again. And then finally Emily comes in and just starts playing with Ripley and making CJ laugh. And so then me and her worked back and forth. So she would make him laugh. She would feed Ripley a pea, and the baby would love the pea, which would then make CJ want to eat peas. And I would be sitting there with literally my iPhone timer timing down 30 seconds. And every 30 seconds, CJ would have to eat another spoonful of peas. And just through that, it was amazing. We were... We were the ultimate tag team. That's the thing about parenting, and that's the thing about a relationship. A relationship needs to be partners. You guys need to be partners in everything you do, and me and and Emily are, like, very good when it comes to being partners in parenting. We're very good. I'm good at playing bad cop. She's good at playing good cop, even though it does kind of suck to play bad cop every once in a while. It's not my favorite thing to do in the entire world, but... It really does work out pretty well. So that's what I did. That's what I'm grateful for today. But what did I do today that's awesome? And it's the fact that I went to Chuck E. Cheese. And y'all, Chuck E. Cheese is amazing. If maintained well and doesn't have a lot of crazy kids on it. I love Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese pizza, Chuck E. Cheese games. The fact that now you don't pay per individual game, you pay per time so you can just load up and go crazy for like 30 minutes. I love Chuck E. Cheese. And also, I got to have a cheat meal today, which was pizza. And I love pizza. So yeah, when we went to the kids' play place, my um my brother-in-law looks at me and is just like, hey, um, I don't know where we could eat after this, but do you guys want to go with us? And I'm like, there's a Chuck E. Cheese right down the road. He goes, okay. So then we showed up, and oh my god, it was so fun until we realized how bad of a Chuck E. Cheese we had chose. Because Chuck E. Cheese is awesome, but Chuck E. Cheeses that are not well-maintained are very sad. Because, like, two, one of one out of every two games was missing tickets. There were kids running around acting insane without any parental supervision. There was one kid climbing on... Have you guys seen, like, the arcade games where it's basically a roller coaster and you lay down in this big yellow chair and it shakes you around and actually like makes you act like you're riding a roller coaster. I wanted to ride that with CJ. There was just this little kid climbing on it. And yes, this is me complaining. There's a little kid climbing on it and just messing about, causing ruckus. And so I walk over like, excuse me, can me and my son get on here? Because clearly you're not using this for its intended purpose. He goes, all right, and let's CJ on, and he gets in the other chair, and I'm like, can I get on? Looks up at me, shakes his head no, and I'm like, okay, maybe he just doesn't understand, or, so I gave him a pause, and I'm like, but no, really, you're not doing anything, can I get on here? Looks up, shakes his head no again, and I'm like, mm you know what? Fine. And I went to scan our card, basically being like, child, if you want to sit on this game, you're going to play the game. So I went to scan the card. And in the amount of time I spent arguing with this toddler, 
the uh, our time limit went up, so CJ couldn't even ride the thing he wanted to ride. So yes, I did almost yeet a child out a window today, but other than that, Chuck E. Cheese is awesome. The pizza was great. We got to uh, give Kaysen, who's my nephew, we gave him his gift, which was like this really cool gold treasure thing where you dig through and try to find a treasure chest, and like there's this old mummy in there that you get to dig up. It was a really cool time, and it was really fun. So I love Chuck E. Cheese. Even if the Chuck E. Cheese is bad. Now, what did I do today that wasn't awesome? And it's the fact that, you know, I'm excited I had a cheap meal, but also, like, I'm stepping on the scale and realizing that in my big weight loss adventure, I've not really lost that much weight. I have not. Like, my first week, I lost five pounds. Second week, I lost four pounds. And now I'm stuck there. I, that's where I'm at. And I'm like, no, no, I can't. So I'm definitely going to have to change up some stuff with my diet. I may have to take out cheap meals or maybe take out dairy and take out gluten. Because the first time I lost weight, that was the way I really lost a lot of weight was by taking out dairy and gluten. And I hate to say it, but probably take out liquor too. And that's what's going to really suck because that does slow down like your metabolism and it slows down your weight loss. And man, I, I'm gonna miss whiskey, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to miss being healthy even more. So I think I'm gonna have to make that sacrifice. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And uh, it, wow, we went through this really fast. Uh, the way I helped myself today was by after we went through everything, dealt with CJ being crazy all day. I went home, I worked on me also, and then I just had a night in where I sat there, I watched like some ASMR videos, some Whiskey Vault videos, and just had a nice time to myself in the office uh, for a very long time. And I'm happy I stayed there because, you know, usually I'll feel a little bit guilty because I stay late. Today I was like, oh, wait a minute, I forgot to do this, 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 and this. So me staying late was a good thing because it slowly allowed me to remember, oh, wait, I need to upload Fight Boys. Oh, wait, I need to edit this episode of Deviant. Oh, wait, I needed this. So it was a really, really good time, and um, I may continue it when I get home. I may, like, full-on draw a bath, do a mask, and just chill, chill away just because... I need it, y'all, because I know next week is going to be relaxing because I'm going to be in Los Angeles. I'm going to be in a new city. I'm going to be doing things I've never done. I found a amazing whiskey bar that's like literally two blocks from my hotel, so you know I'm going to be visiting that. And um, But it's also going to be stressful because conventions, especially ones you're appearing at, are always going to be a little bit stressful even when you're staying in a super fancy hotel in a super amazing city. Um, which I, I have not even been to LA yet, but I talked to Emily today like, I might want to move there straight up. I've not been there yet, but it looks dope. There are parts where you might get murdered, but there are parts that are really, really chill, and I would love to live at those places. So I'm really excited to go to LA, and I'm excited to start a brand new week, and I'm excited to talk to you guys tomorrow. And next week, because it's the end of the episode. You know, it's really weird having to go through this week and see all these times where I had to adjust or I had to modify or I had to change what my plans were because I feel like old Scotty would definitely take that as like a sign of weakness or a sign of depression or something like something would have happened because I kept having to do this. But as you grow older, you do realize that like, 
life is all about those adjustments. Life is all about those small changes you have to make because it's almost like coming up to a curve in a road, right? You have to slow your car down or you'll go jetting off of a mountain and fly off to the side and you'll just straight up, you know, you'll die. So <laughs> so I do genuinely feel like if you're going for your goals and you feel like a curve turning up, if you feel something weird happening, feel free to modify, feel free to change things up. And it really, really helps you out as evident by the fact that I had a really dang good week and I don't think I would have if I tried to just get at it and do all of the stuff exactly as I wanted to. Modification is important. But what's also important are all of my lovely patrons at patreon.com slash load of BS. If you want to support this show, you can online on Patreon and you get access to the exclusive show, Me Also, where next week you can watch me take a Myers-Briggs test and not talk about my routine. Completely different. That's sometime in the future. It's basically the Netflix of the BS network. We've got a bunch of exclusive shows on there. Wrestling History X, where we talk about some of our favorite moments in pro wrestling history. FAQ, where we take a, talk about great theme park rides. They're all available for you at patreon.com slash a load of BS. But if you'd also like to support monetarily, you can by picking up some merchandise, some super soft shirts, some awesome cups at merch.aloadofpurebs.com in the me again section. Every single little bet you guys buy there, other than what we pay to actually have the shirt printed and made, all of it goes to us. So all of it goes to support these shows, and we will know 100% where to put your uh, monetary donation, even though it's not a donation, you're buying a shirt, it's whatever. Uh, but if you've, if you've already done that, or if you can't some support monetarily, we understand. Just leave us a review on iTunes. Tell a friend who loves self-help or needs a little bit of self-help, or if they're a psychiatrist, to check out me again. And just send us all the love you can, because I'm going to need it in these next six months. You guys know that. Um, but of course, as always, remember to send all of your feedback, all of your support, all your questions, and all of your, all your psychiatric advice that you could give me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. You can buy my books on Amazon and you can check out all the other BS Network programs online at a load of pure BS.com. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to be awesome and I won't forget to be me again.